Welcome to the offer. The no sugar added approach to the talent triangle with an unfiltered view of employers, candidates, and recruiters. I am your host, Michael Glinter. The offer unfiltered. Hello today, this is Michael Glinter. I welcome everybody back to my show. I took a little hiatus for a couple years and have decided to come back strong, starting with a new season coming in January of 2024. But the good news is I have a great story and I decided I was gonna give you a little sneak peek. So sit back, drink your coffee, but you gotta listen to the whole show because it's definitely going to make your mind up that you might need to make a change. So today we're talking about customers and whether or not they're always right. And you know, you hear this throughout the years that customers are always right, customers are always right, customers are always right, but you think to yourself, well, that's not necessarily true. And I agree, customers don't necessarily always know what's best. However, there's a mantra that I've always lived by, and that is, just because a customer isn't right, you don't tell them that. That's a big problem. So I'm gonna put this in the context for you, and I want you to listen to this story, and you'll learn a lot of good things, and you also may look at things differently. So recently, I was shopping with a retailer. I've been shopping with a certain retailer for many, many years. And this experience was a little bit different. So because of this experience, I thought maybe I need to look at another low price retailer like Sam's Club or BJ's or Amazon because this particular retailer just wasn't doing things right. So let me tell you the context of the story. I was on my phone one day and I got an alert about an amazing offer that they had an item for sale with an extremely low price. It was almost too good to be true. So I decided, what the heck? It's the holidays. Uh, I know someone that needs this, so I'm gonna go ahead and purchase it. So I went on their platform and I went to go order it. And when I went to order it, I got an error message saying there was a problem. Didn't say what the problem was, just gave me an error message. Well, I shook it off, but I'll try again later. Later on that day, I did it again. I went on their website, went on their platform, tried to order it, got the same message. Sorry, something's wrong, it's not working, too bad. I thought, well, that's stupid. You know, you have this amazing item for sale, but nobody can order it. So I thought, you know, rather than just walking away and going somewhere else, I thought maybe I should contact them and tell them there might be an issue. So I called their customer service department. Oh, this was funny. So I called the customer service department and I got on the phone with this guy. And you could tell he probably wasn't uh, an experienced customer service person, maybe a little new, which I gave him that credit. So when I got on the phone with him, I explained to him what I was trying to do and I asked him, can you just place the order manually? His comment to me was kind of hilarious. He said, no. That's really not the avenue that we like to go down because it's a very long, complicated process. Let me see if I could just place the order on my end. 
I'm like, okay, that's a weird response. So he went ahead and tried on the website to do exactly what I did. And sure enough, it didn't work either. He got an error message. And he said, well, it looks like the website's not working currently. Let me go ahead and do this. Let me put in a ticket into the website department and see if they can get it fixed. Put me on hold. This call probably lasted about 18 or 20 minutes, mind you. Put me on hold, comes back and says, yeah, I put in a ticket and hopefully it'll be working soon. I said, well, can you do me a favor? Can you still put the item through for me? Can you do it manually? He said, well, I think it would be better for you to wait till tomorrow and try it again. And I said, okay, but how about you do this? Could you maybe keep an eye on it and then call me and let me know when it's available? Well, I think it'd be best for you to just check tomorrow. Wow. Okay. He then asked me, is that all you need? I said, sure, I guess. I walked away thinking, how is that a way to treat a customer? Like, they didn't, he didn't do anything to help me. So many of you know, I don't dicker around. Uh, I decided to send an email. And I sent an email to the CEO, the COO, and the senior VP. I explained to them what happened. I explained to them what was going on. And I explained to them the fact that because their website isn't working properly, they're not selling anything. So I asked them to kindly reach out to me to solve the problem. And not to my surprise, a couple hours later, I got a call from who else? The escalation team. Ooh. So basically, I got a call from a higher level customer service agent. So of course, he asked me, how can I help you? Well, I explained to him, like I explained in the email, that what was going on, and he said to me, let me look into it. Let me try to order it myself, order it through my end, and I can then get you the product. So of course, I laughed because I knew what was gonna happen, but I allowed him to go through that process. Again, it wasn't working. So here's what he said. Let me get a hold of the web department now. Let's get this fixed and I will contact you back once the problem is resolved. Great, that's wonderful. So I hung up the phone. About two hours later, I just happened to go on the website and try to order the item. And guess what? I was able to order it. Finally, I then got contact from him he called me on the phone and said, hey, by the way, you can now order the item. I said, that's fantastic. I actually already did. He says, great, so everything's good now. I'm like, I guess everything's good. I mean, I just wasted a lot of my time and I also told you guys how to fix the problem so you could sell the item. I guess the question is, are you good with me? And he said, yes, have a wonderful day. Well, that didn't sit well with me. Once I hung up the phone, I thought to myself, I spent several hours worth of my time and exchanged a bunch of emails just to be told, thanks a lot, here you go, attaboy. And I thought, that's not enough. So I emailed the guy and I said, listen, you know, you hung up the phone and asked me if I was all set and I'm not all set. You wasted, your company wasted a lot of my time and energy to get an item, a $200 item, mind you. And you, your response is basically, thanks a lot. And I even told you that you weren't selling the item in the first place. That's how you're gonna respond? So then he calls me up and said, I'm so sorry, um, I didn't realize you wanted more than that. And I said, well, let me give you a little lesson. When someone goes out of their way 
to notify a company that something isn't working right and fixes the problem so that you can make a ton of money, saying, thanks, attaboy, isn't really the best answer. So I said, what you should have done is offered to pay for my item as a courtesy saying, hey, you just gave us the way to make tons of money on this item. We appreciate it. So what we'll do is we're going to go ahead and refund the amount, but still send it the item. He said, well, I can probably do that, but I have to wait till the item is sent to your home and delivered. Once it's delivered, I can give you compensation. A couple weeks go by, the item gets delivered. And sure enough, I get an email from the guy. And what does he say? Well, I got you, I'm glad you got the item. I, I, it makes me feel good that you were able to receive it and you're happy now. What I could do is because we typically offer like $10 for customers that have to go above and beyond, I'll go ahead and offer you $15. I was blown away. I'm thinking to myself, is that really customer service? So I responded to him and said, no, that's not okay. But you don't have to help me anymore. I'm going to contact the executives again. So I actually contacted the executives again, told them what had happened, and asked them to respond to me directly, contact me directly, rather than going through their customer service department. I waited for five days, got no response. I sent another email reminding them that I was waiting for a response. This is where the story gets really good. I get a call from the CEO's assistant. Okay, I'm making a little headway here, right? I got the assistant of the CEO on the phone. And as I'm getting on the phone with her and she introduces herself, she said, how can I help you? Well, first of all, if you read the emails, you know what the problem is. I shouldn't have to explain that to you. Saying, asking, how can I help you? It's kind of a dumb lead into a conversation. But, you know, I get it. Not everybody's that smart. So I said to her, I said, listen, obviously, you know, you're not getting it. So let me explain what happened and explain what I think and why it was handled poorly. And then you can, you know, go about your day and pass that along to leadership. She said, sure. So I started explaining to her my thought process, what, why me helping them was a thing for, good thing for them and why the calls that were done with me were not done properly. And I made comments around how people treat customers and how they treat customers. And do you know what she said? Well, sir, I don't necessarily agree with you. What? She said, I don't necessarily agree with you. Well, hold up a second. You're telling a customer who is telling you about their terrible customer service that they received from your company, explaining to you how it could be done better, and just looking for affirmation, your response is, I don't necessarily agree with you. Let me tell you something. It's that moment where I realized even though the customer is not always right, you should never acknowledge it. I don't care who you are. Just because they're a behemoth retail company, just because I'm a small fish in a very big pond of customers, doesn't mean that I don't matter. 
Doesn't mean you don't matter. Doesn't mean that small fish be can become a problem. So the last thing you want to do to your customers is tell them they don't matter. As a leader and as a management team, we need to guide our employees to understand the customer and treat them as if they're always right, even though sometimes, most of the times, maybe they're not right. But at the end of the day, who pays your bills? It's you, the customer. You're the one consuming from them. So interestingly enough, let me tell you what I did next, because this is also gonna cause your eyebrows to raise. So I've been with this retailer for years, right? And I never really thought about, you know, what am I getting? What's the, what's the advantages of going through this particular retail versus going through maybe a Sam's Club, a BJ's, or an Amazon? So I did a price comparison. I decided to break down what exactly I was getting versus the other guy. And I quickly learned that just because the item seemed cheaper doesn't mean it was cheaper. And that is the retail scam that we all don't understand and we miss out on. When a retailer sells a product for cheaper, before you get excited, the first thing you should do is understand is the product the same as the product you're comparing it to. What I started to notice as I was doing these price matching, right? I started to notice out of the retailers, all the ones I compared this person to, they were actually not cheap. In fact, the number one cheapest company that I found, every single time I did comparison, was Sam's Club. They were the cheapest. Then I did some more digging to figure out what services and benefits I got. And what I realized slowly is that as I peeled away the onion and looked at every single service and and stuff that they offered and, and compared it against each other, I realized the same thing happened again. Sam's Club was better than everybody. Now, I'm not here pitching Sam's Club. I'm not a representative of Sam's Club, and I'm not being paid. And this whole conversation is really not about Sam's Club. What it's really about is simple. Take off the glasses. Start looking at things more clearly. Or maybe I should say put on the glasses, but I'm thinking more rose-colored glasses. When you're, when you're giving a company or a retailer or a business a lot of money, you really need to make sure that you're getting the level of service and the commitment from them to know that you're getting payback. And what I realized through this experience is not only do they not really care about the customer, but I also realized that my perception of what they were offering me wasn't exactly what I thought it was. So as a customer, you need to fight back. As a customer, you need to realize if you're complaining, you don't have money because of the fact that inflation and things are becoming more expensive, you need to analyze where you're putting your money at. As a company, you need to realize how do you treat your customers makes a big difference. And it can greatly impact losing a customer that spent over $60,000 with you over the last four years. That's right. I'm leaving that business. I'm going to give it to somebody else. And the reason why 
is because they don't care about me. I hope you enjoyed this segment. We have a lot of cool shows coming up after the first of the year. My goal is to really strip down and look at things with no sugarcoating. I'm going to tell you the truth, the real truth, and I'm not going to hold back. And so if you want to be a part of that journey, you can email me, let me know you want to be on the show. I'll even give you a chance to promote whatever service, item, yourself, whatever that you're promoting, but also have an opportunity to incite, give insight to people out there on some of the topics that we are going to address and how they may impact them. Happy holidays, enjoy the new year, and I'll speak to you then. Before we get started, just a reminder, if you need any type of services, questions, you are looking to do a sponsorship on my show, or you have needs as far as resumes or anything as far as the staffing industry, please email me at michael at michaelglinter.com. Again, that is michael at michaelglinter.com. So we can connect. You can also check me out on social media. And please, as a reminder, don't forget, you can subscribe to this podcast to get weekly updates, as well as please pass along information to your friends and family. Please remember to subscribe to my podcast. Also, please, please feel free to share, like, send, tag your friends, let them have the opportunity to listen and understand and get a better viewpoint from the people that we talk to. Also, please don't forget, if you have any questions, you can email me at any time. And I hope you guys had a great day.